you're listening to the voice of dog i'm kaki your faithful fireside companion and today's story is red delicious by buddy goodboy who has a gallery on fur affinity please enjoy red delicious by buddy goodboy i'm macintosh but every pony calls me mac big mac ever since i filled out my height but lately, the appellation don't seem to do me justice. With my sister Applejack out saving Equestria all the time, I guess I just wanted every pony to pay attention to me for once. So I started eating. And boy, let me tell you, I started getting attention. Amazing how much your body can say without you having to speak. And mine said, look at me. Mine said, I'm big, I'm strong, and I'll have what I darn well please for lunch, please and thanks, and I ain't afraid to be stared at for once. I'll work hard, and when I'm off, I'll treat myself. I'll eat like a horse because I am a horse, and I worked for this body, so I ain't got to be afraid to show off any inch of it. Not that I can help showing it off. I was bigger than any two ponies you could name anyway, and I'm closer to four nowadays. A lot of inches to show off in every direction. Other ponies have noticed, and sometimes they want to use me to show them off. Sugar Cube Corner has a little sign in the window. Big Mac eats here. Little drawing to me, nose down in an apple pie, fat rear up in the air, waggling all happy-like. Good for business, they said. Free advertising. I said, but then Mrs. Cake sent me a case of apple fritters and said there was more where that came from. And I said, okay. And then I went to the hay burger down the street, bellied up to the counter and said, how'd you like to tell every pony I eat here? I've always been a big fella, but once I started eating in earnest, I've been finding that everything's just a little too small. Doors, for instance. Picture, if you will. A dutiful big brother dropping off a forgotten schoolbook for his sister, forgetting himself that the schoolhouse door weren't exactly friendly to his expanded stature. Strong as that big brother is, he struts in easy as you please, whistling a tune, barely noticing the wood frame against his hide. He's felt that often enough lately. He doesn't even notice anymore. Until suddenly he feels a pinch round his flanks and he looks back. A big, thick roll, red and shiny and curvy as any apple, bulges out toward him over the doorframe. And on the other side of the door, he hasn't even gotten his widest part through. He pushes with his strong hind legs, but he only gets more of his fat self stuffed and stuck inside. He sighs and tries to toss his sister's book toward her desk, and he waits. And then picture a schoolteacher coming back early from recess to find two big green apples waiting for her, and for push, I tell you, if my cheeks weren't already red. But it ain't all bad. For the first time, I got mares and stallions both brushing up against me. Of course, it's partly on account of how much space I take up, but that don't account for the looks on their faces. There's a little surprise at first, but then as a shoulder passed them and I press against them and they sink just a little into the surface, I see a lot of relaxed ponies. I never used to see that. I like that. And I like to think that it's because for the first time, I'm not just big, I'm plush. Every inch of me is soft hide and strong muscle, with enough padding in between to make even the pickiest pony comfy. 
Every pony wants to feel comfy. You too, don't you? Anyway, it was the slow season, and we were waiting for the apples to ripen before the harvest. We had months to go before I had to do real grunt work, so I was enjoying myself by harvesting the other fruits of my labor. I'd spent months stuffing myself every chance I got. I was still the strongest stallion around, but I grew my lead on biggest stallion by a wide margin. Every place in town that served even snacks had a sign in the window, Big Mac eats here. I let him keep up the signs as long as they kept me in munchies. Apparently business was good enough that they widened the doors for me. Mrs. Cake told me the morning I'd spent stuck in her door gave her the best afternoon rush she'd ever seen. Ponies were saying, if the bakery's good enough that I'd get myself stuck, snack while I waited to be slid out, and still leave with enough fritters to gorge myself, they had to have something. Mrs. Cake told me I'd have to do it again sometime, and she popped a double-frosted cupcake into my mouth. But my sister A.J. had a bee in her bonnet about it, and called a family meeting. I was, as was getting to be usual, the center of attention. When you're as wide as any three ponies standing shoulder to shoulder and your belly hangs down past your knees, that happens. And that was what A.J. wanted to talk about. She planted a hoof right on my belly and sank it in deep, poking me for emphasis. If any pony's gonna use this to sell food, it'll be the Apple family. And so I was sent out to make a tour equestria, just during the slow season, mind. I'd still have my usual chores when I got back to advertise our apples, our baked goodies, and our cider. Well, if there's anything I can do these days, it's draw attention. So I just had to go round and show ponies how good everything tasted and take orders for when the apple harvest came in. So that's how I wound up visiting Appaloosa. I got told they got apples, but they ain't got sweet apple acres apples, so go show them what they're missing. There's one thing I can always count on soon as I get off the express, and that's my cousin Brayburn. Hey there, cousin. He's always a yellow stampede, grinning like anything, and he's always coming right for me. Welcome to Appaloosa. And usually, he wanted to push me round town and show me the sights, but this time, he plowed into me and bounced. I'm not so easily pushed no more. He picked himself up and brushed off his hat. Placing it back on his head, he looked like he really saw me for the first time because his mouth was hanging open and he wasn't talking. Cousin, you were... Yep. I let myself go. Cousin, I pushed myself. You look healthy. Yep. I pulled him in for a big hug and let him snug right into me. He was surprised at first, but relaxed onto me soon enough. Eventually, I put him down and we talked shop. I got your letter, cousin, and I think you're really onto something. Ponyville's great, but branching out's gonna be great for business. But I don't think I understand. Why'd you want to try Appaloosa first? They got apples here. Plenty of them. Yup. And if even Appaloosa orders from Sweet Apple Acres, every pony will know we must really be something. We wound up setting up a stage in the middle of town and putting a table in front of a big curtain. The table had pies, loads of them. They came in boxes from different bakeries in town with a label spun round so you could see them from the crowd. And there was a crowd, of course. Brayburn can get anyone to go anywhere when he uses his head. 
I want to thank all you ponies for joining me on this beautiful Appaloosa Day. And I want to introduce y'all to a friend of mine, my cousin, Big Macintosh. He pulled the curtain open. I rumbled out and let everyone get a good long look at me. Blubbery, bright red hide with two stretched and gleaming green apples wobbling and screaming for attention. The crowd hushed. Brayburn brandished a pie before the crowd. Behold, it's a pie, it's apple, and it's from the best bakery in town. He put it on the table in front of me. I sniffed it, nibbled the crust a little, and turned my nose up. What's the matter, cousin? Ain't you hungry? Yup. Well, don't you want this here apple pie? Mm, nope. He pulled over another one. What about this here? It's a local legend. Some cinnamon, some sugar, and it's delish with a scoop of ice cream. Mm, nope. We went through a pie from every bakery in town together. The crowd wondered why I turned down every last one. My stomach was growling up a storm, and the crowd jumped at every rumble. Finally, Brayburn pulled out a pie I brought with me. Golden brown, flaky, and with just a tad of sugar frosted round the edges. Well, cousin, all we got left is this here. I stuffed my face into the pie and gobbled it down as quick as lightning. I licked my lips and said, I'm Big Mac, and I eat at Sweet Apple Acres. That's right, every pony. Big Mac eats at Sweet Apple Acres. You ain't seen any apples like these. We got fritters, pies, candied apples, cider. We ran out of samples and then out of order forms. That night, Brayburn and I stayed up and joined my stash of leftovers and a keg of cider. I nosed the end of his mug up into the air and he gulped down the cider. He was starting to slur and wobble on his feet. Cousin, don't they need you back at the farm? Yep. But you're doing great business out here. You can't quit now. Business is growing. He looked at my belly. After we did our sales pitch a couple times, I decided there weren't no point letting all them other bakeries' pies go to waste. My gut was stuffed solid and brushed against my fetlocks. I tasted apples every time I took a breath. Tomorrow'd be a different story. My belly'd be empty, and my chest and flanks and rear'd be even fuller. I smiled at the thought, and my smile had to push back fat cheeks. Course it's growing. Finish your cider. He knocked back the last of his mug. He belched and blushed, pulling his hat down in embarrassment. Well, cousin, you can't tell ponies Big Mac eats at Sweet Apple Acres if no pony knows who Big Mac is. I'm saying, ponies gotta see you if you want them to keep buying. How are you gonna keep it up? I slid another mug of cider over to Brayburn and pushed an apple pie at him. Franchising. His eyes slid in and out of focus. He looked down at the pie and up at me and then around to all of me. Ooh. Last I heard from Brayburn, he'd gone up another vest size. This was Red Delicious by Buddy Goodboy. Read for you by Kaki your faithful fireside companion. You can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Dog.